Welcome to Gen Z Talks. This is your host, Ryan Solomon, the head of community and content at Entra. At Entra, we built a social network for entrepreneurs, investors, creators, and freelancers. Every week, this show is recorded live on Entra, and I get to interview the most ambitious and young entrepreneurs and investors from around the world. And if you'd like to be a part of our next episode of Gen Z Talks, maybe even get to come up on stage and ask a question, make sure to head over to joinantra.com and register for Gen Z Talks. Now that that's out of the way, it's time to kick things off. Let's go. Hey, Dane, how's it going, man? Hey there, I'm great. How are you? We're doing good. We're doing good. Uh, happy you got in and everything's working well. How's your day going? It's doing great. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Dude, absolutely. Calling in from San Fran. Happy to see you. We're probably some people popping in and out uh, as we're kicking things off here. Awesome. Sounds like a plan. No, this is great. Yeah, and I already see some familiar faces in the audience. It's great. Love that. So I'm getting Priya, Ian. Awesome. Yep, yep, yep. And Miriam as well. Yeah. How do you know Miriam? I, th- I think, honestly, I feel like you can test to this that Miriam just knows everybody somehow. I'd say so. Yeah, that's that. I'd say that's a fair assessment for sure. Uh, I actually we did it. We did an event together a few. What was it? Maybe months ago. Now that's crazy. Um, yeah, but we did an event together. Uh, maybe it was like late last year. It's crazy to think about how time flies. Yeah, no. It, honestly, it's, I mean, one, I've been Miriam for for more than a year now. She's honestly just killed it. Uh, just knew everybody. So I'm so happy that she gave us the. The intro. Yeah, this is great. This is great. Yeah, I'm super excited to be here. I'm relatively new to this platform of, you know, I've been on like a little podcast before, but like this kind of like live audio focused type of platform is relatively new. So this is cool to see the folks are around and listening. This is great. In terms of myself, I am kind of a multi-time founder. So started a couple of companies in the past, uh, all of which have kind of really did centered around this sort of core similarity or commonality among all of them that is trying to make the world a better place in some way, shape or form. And so the last company that I started was an online peer-to-peer rental marketplace business. I think like Airbnb, but for, you know, surfboards, kayaks, snowboards, et cetera, uh, and built that business really because we thought that renting in contrast to consumption was a greater benefit for the environment, especially with high plastic items like kayaks, surfboards. So we, that's the, the reason that we started the company. Initially, as we scaled, it just became incredibly complicated and expensive to maintain that sustainability ethos and rigor. And we tried everything, try to buy offsets, try to hire consultants. Everything was very complicated, very expensive. So uh, ultimately, uh, it was something that we kind of really lived the problem ourselves. And um, ultimately, we, we we sold the company to a larger rental marketplace business, and then and they came back together, um, you know, about two and a half years later to start EcoCard. But it was only always just simply because. Uh, the, the, the idea that this needed to, to, to be, to exist in the world always sort of like stuck in the back of my mind. Uh, and so that's, you know, the, the kind of the reason why we ultimately, uh, started, started EcoCard about two and a half years ago. And what EcoCard is, uh, to kind of jump into, you know, the, what, of what we're doing after kind of giving a little bit of the why, um, EcoCard is a, is a, is a technology to calculate and offset the carbon footprint of e-commerce. And so what we're doing is we're partnering with e-commerce brands to calculate the carbon footprint of each of their orders, translate that to a dollar amount, and then ultimately offset that. Whether that's allowing the consumer at checkout to pay a few extra cents to offset their order 
or it's the brand is actually funding the offsets. Um, either way, we are powering an eco-friendly uh, shopping experience for consumers. And what we do in terms of what does offsetting mean in this case, what we do with that with those with that dollar amount um, again, it's you know it's calculated based off of the specific carbon footprint of each order by looking at variables like shipping distance, package weights, product type, etc. Once that happens, uh, we're able to translate that to a dollar amount, and with that, we're then funding cer certified carbon offset projects like planting trees, building wind farms, sustainable agriculture, methane capture, etc. So that's ultimately what we're doing is taking those funds creating a positive out in the world uh, to basically balance out or net out the carbon footprint of that particular world. And so that's kind of what our solution is. We've been around, again, been around for about two and a half years now. Uh, we have some amazing brands that we've partnered with, uh, over 1,500 brands on the, on the B2B side. We also have a consumer uh, element as well, which is a browser extension that any, any, any consumer can install directly to their browser calculate the carbon footprint of your, of your orders, and then allows the offsetting of that at our uh, partner websites. And we have over 10,000 brand partners that we're partnered with on the, on the consumer side. So if you're a consumer on this call, in theory, you can go over to our website, eagocard.io, install our browser extension, probably two clicks, it's totally free. And you can be able to shop, uh, you know, carbon neutral at, at some of, you know, your favorite brands that we're partnered with. So that's kind of the solution on, on the B2B side, or rather, sorry, on the consumer side. On the B2B side, we're partnering with 1,500 brands um, uh, that our, our, our API is directly integrated into. And so there we have, uh, you know, you, you'd see our, 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 our eco-friendly option at checkout as you're going through purchasing, no matter what browser you're on or what device you're on. And so that's kind of the, the, the way that we, we partnered there. We have uh, 1,500 brands, including brands like APL and Adams and Barkbox and Sandy Boots, uh, you know, June Shine and many more that we're, but we're excited to be part of it. That's a little bit of the solution in myself. Uh, yeah, that's been pretty effective. Wow. Honestly, I love the product. So I got to check, check it out a little bit before it And actually to show you guys, I think you guys are a little, for anyone who is watching on web, uh, egocart.io right here. And also whenever you come up, I have a million cover extensions as you can see. I think what's really cool is right here, you already have the numbers for how much is being offset from purchasing through these brands so like like Van Flossier, you're on your way to carbon neutral order, nothing more, something that simple. And boom. So this product right here, could you give me a little explanation on why it's this product? So this product is specifically carbon neutral on their page? No, no, no. So it's, it's anytime you shop on their site, that's just basically their, their home carousel with that, that they're showing. Mm. I see. So whenever you shop on their site, it goes so that I see now. Yep. So anytime you shop at Glossy, for example, you and you have EcoCart activated, then what we're doing is we're actually receiving um, a, an affiliate commission from that brand. And with that, we're funding the certified carbon offset projects, like I mentioned. And that's how we make the work carbon neutral. I see how that works. That is super cool. And do you also support like specific, I, in my head, I thought, some of these brands were already carbon neutral too. Yeah, some are exactly. We actually, there are some that we partner with directly that are both on our B2B side as well as our, our consumer side. So that is the case. We are powering the offsetting of some of those brands at the brand level. And then in this case, with, the, with this consumer product, we're powering that at the consumer level. Absolutely incredible. Super, super cool. And 
honestly, so I, I, the thing that I love is products that are just sort of simple, but it's kind of like a why not. And I think that's like that you really hit here, especially with Gen Z being so focused on sustainability. And I think this hits up a lot of people. Um, and you said even this has been built for two years now. Yeah, the, the company's been around for about two and a half years. We've only been launched uh, in terms of our products for right around a year now. And uh, in, in that year, again, have, have had some big, you know, really great response to both to both crown ups on the B2B side as well as the, the consumer side. So it's been, it's, been, it's been great to kind of see the, the, the response in the, in the, you know, in the world for, for, for our solution. That was super, super cool solution. Do you have a stat? I'm just curious. You might say it's totally cool if you don't. Uh, do you have a stat on how many pounds of carbon emission you've been able to uh, save or handle along that lines? Absolutely. I'm glad you asked. So I think the, I think the latest number is right around 25 million pounds of CO2 we've offset, which is the equivalent of right under a million trees. If not, we probably crossed the million tree mark already. That is incredible. That is such a cool, well, honestly, that's probably the biggest flex I've heard on Nacho Room. I'm not sure if anyone else has topped it yet. I think saying you've offset a million trees worth of carbon is quite a flex. <laughs> that's awesome, man. I, I like them. Uh, yeah, we are super excited to have uh, that, you know, to have that, to be able to be that back. Like that's the whole goal. Like that's, that's what I, you know, yeah, that's why I get up every morning and, and, um, you know, work for all the, you know, all the hours of the day that I do it's because is simply for the reason. And, uh, it feels good. It does. It feels great. And whatever it comes down to like kind of your founding story of putting together the go-kart, what was that like? And are you, I'm not sure if you're technical or not, uh, yourself or if you've built on a team. Yeah. Yeah. Great question. So my, my co-founder and I are both actually not super technical. We have kind of learned enough and uh, to, to, to be able to ask the right questions to, to, to be dangerous. But other than that, you know, not technical, can't sit down and can't write code. So, uh, have had to leverage team, like the team to be able to, to, to help out with that. So we initially, um, uh, kind of leveraged outsourced teams and actually creates product. But initially over time, we, we transitioned that internally. Uh, but that's how we, you know, kind of, kind of got it spun up initially. And, and now, you know, we're at, we're a team of 12, um, soon to be. 14 or 15 over the next month or two here, um, that now we have, a, you know, we have, a, we have an internal engineering team that we're, we're excited about, uh, about, about having. So that's what the kind of how we got, you know, how we got started is just, you know, be able to try to kind of like, get, you know, be as strapped as possible to, to get the, 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 the solution built. Cause we knew we had, you know, an idea, we had something that was there. Uh, we needed to just see it, see it through, create an MVP, get some users on board. And then ultimately start to see some some revenue come in, any growth, and then ultimately raise the uh, seed round of capital earlier this year is a three million dollars seed round led by some amazing uh, or, or involved um, led by an amazing beast called Base Ten. and got some amazing other folks involved uh, throughout the industry, whether they're in, like in e-commerce or uh, or or in you know uh, other industries. So that's kind of that's, that's a little bit of the history of the company and how we got started. That is pretty impressive. I love that. Um, really, really cool. And I also want to ask kind of what are some other startups in your space that also excite you? Because I think, I feel like, especially when it comes to sustainability, I mean, obviously, you want market share on certain things, but like, I think there's a lot more respect and support. Yeah, I mean, 
So are there other awesome startups in the space? Not necessarily directly related, but uh, so sustainable startups that make you excited? Because I think one that makes me excited is um, they were called Zero Mass Water and then they rebranded to something else. And I can't remember the life of me with this, but for, I'll let you answer your question, answer the question first. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, uh, totally. There are so many companies out there in, in, in or outdoor space that are, you know, do great things. Uh, and, you know, approaching, approaching things from sort of like a, a potentially different angle, which is amazing. There's a, there's a company that, uh, was recently connected to called Carbon Neutral Club. And I think that they're based in, uh, in Canada and they're just, uh, they have a, they have basically have a club where you can create as a consumer and offset, uh, uh, you know, your life or some portion of it. And then. And you get sort of like discounts and other like great benefits to, uh, be able to, 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 to kind of shop at, at eco-friendly companies. And so it's kind of this like exclusive club, so to speak that, you know, uh, in order to kind of like get into the club you have to be able to off, you have to be offsetting your life or some portion of it. And it's a really interesting model. So as a lot of, and then, you know, initially that there's just like so many, uh, brands that we partner with that are, that are offsetting their entire carbon footprint one which um is you know uh adams which is an amazing company shoot company uh based in new york that is actually offsetting you know they're they they, they they ship their orders entirely carbon and that's something that they, they put the bill for themselves uh and it's just an amazing company with some amazing folks that are that are behind the business and do so much to actually uh be, be cognizant and be conscious of the carbon footprint of manufacturing their products and then also be able to, uh, you know, it, it, it take it a step further to understand, um, the carbon, their carbon footprint in a deeper way so they can actually offset that, um, uh, the unavoidable, uh, carbon footprint and mitigate the unavoidable carbon footprint of getting their, their packages to their customer doorstep. So that's, you know, uh, another one that I like to kind of call out here is I think it's really, uh, really helpful and, uh, definitely some, some brands that we like really, really look up to in that space that we're either we're directly partnered with or, or not. I love that. And I, I love seeing companies that are doing that because, you know, it's hurting their bottom dollar, but they're doing it because they care. It means a lot, especially to just generally speaking, younger generations or these even environmentally conscious ones. Um, and the more companies like, I mean, you get a good company that's not even like producing a whole ton of carbon, but even them doing it and putting their foot down and then tons more following is absolutely huge. And the company, I remember what it was called as we were talking. Um, that I had mentioned was called zero mass water now called source, uh, hence it's basically like water solar panels on top of a roof, they put on your roof and they extract water from the air and create clean jerky water. It sounds like magic. It's probably the coolest thing I've ever seen. Um, and they've been putting these in a lot of like developing countries. So like one of the stories the CEO had talked about was like, yeah, uh, there was a lot of like small towns in, I think it's East Africa, where, you know, the women had to walk miles just to get some drinking water. And now they don't have to, it's like, that's not like a billion dollar exit, but that's when you found. And I thought it was such a cool, such a cool concept. And another cool company, um, honestly would be perfect with your from extension, just a cool company that I think you should look at too, Mutero. Um, they use what is it? Uh, 
recycled milk. They recycle spoiled milk. So they take, they take spoiled milk, they put it in a bioreactor to create, uh, what is it? Like cloth. And then repurpose that into making uh, clothing, bags, and other things. That's, the science behind it is absolute magic to me, uh, being someone who's not in STEM. But I think it's definitely a cool company to, to look at. It's actually a company that won one of our earlier pitch competitions. That's fantastic. I love that. That's a really great, it's a really great um, innovative approach. I will definitely take a look and, uh, and reach out. I think that's, that's a, that's a great recommendation. So thank you for that, Ryan. Absolutely. And I kind of wanted to ask, so like, whenever you, you touched on your founding story a little earlier, um, if you were to give a piece of advice to someone who's making a product, I will keep it within your niche of like sustainability tech. Um, if someone that's going, if someone, you know, first time founder comes up to you and says, Dane, I'm trying to build this thing. Like what is kind of like your, like maybe your biggest mistakes to me previously or things that you wish you would have known going into building this. I know you'd built other products before and you kind of have experience, uh, across the board. So like, what kind of advice would you give to someone who's just getting started and building sustainable tech products? Yeah. I mean, it's a really great, really great question. Um, I don't know if my advice would be much different for like sustainable tech products than it would be for just your standard, you know, regular general tech product. Um, mm -hmm. I just put a little more thought to that, but as a general rule of thumb, I'd say, uh, you know, it's just so important. Like, you know, I, I think for, for a lot of folks, you know, obviously like the stage is, is much different from fur, right? So for me personally, when I was get, you know, like thinking about my entrepreneurial journey, getting started was the, was the hardest thing to do. And, and I think that there's just, there's like a met, more, more, more so than it is a mental block. And it's, that's probably like, you know, uh, fully contrived in, in, in my own mind. And I'm sure other folks feel similar that, that it's just, um, uh, it's just something that, you know, is, it's just really hard to take that first step, um, for, for a lot of reasons, but, but, it, but the first step is the most important, the, the most important step. And, um, and just kind of getting started and then in the most low tech MVP way possible, uh, to, to, or, or not necessarily low tech, but like low, um, low lift way possible to kind of just get started and get like a signal on whether or not this is the right or an idea, the right move, the right market, whenever with the right time, whenever that may be. And, um, so like, you know, there's tons of ways to just, uh, just get this information, get this, get the signal in, in some low in some low lift way. And, um, that's really what I would recommend is like understanding if the solution, if the market's there and once it is, once you can control that, then it really becomes a lot easier, right? Like taking that step, the first step is again, is blonde, kind of like a mental block. Um, and, and once you get to get comfortable with the fact that this is, you know, that this solution is, is there or the market is there or timing is right or whatever it may be, um, it just becomes so much easier. And so getting, doing that like prep work in advance can actually just do wonders to, to getting to the right, to, to, to getting to the, like break through that, that, that mental block. I could imagine. I know a lot of people like could that sense to that, um, in getting through that. You also kind of touched on like just getting it, like jumping after and get it going. Um, I think one thing that's interesting now, especially because we actually posted a no code summit, um, a few weeks ago down in Austin, Texas. And from that, and just having a lot of friends that are in the no code space who get full products on no code, 
I think it's so much easier now more than ever to start building out products or at least minimal viable product. Uh, just using no code tools like a Dallow, Bubble, Glide, Airtable, uh, all these different tools or at your fingertips. You just have to take like a little bit of a learning curve just to, to get your foot door to start building out a product. Absolutely. Absolutely. There are tons of tools out there that make this, that, that make, that, that have limited the, or lowered the barrier to entry for, for entrepreneurs as a whole. And, uh, I think NoCode is a perfect example of that. So yeah, could, could not agree more. And another thing I want to ask about, like kind of lowering barrier to entry more specifically to sustainability. Um, did you take any grants or look into grants? Um, one thing I will plug, I believe I'm going to double check that we have a deal with them is opengrants.io. Uh, it's basically a grant database where you can find grants for, you know, whatever you're building. It's really geared for founders and startups, um, or people rebuilding businesses. I'm not sure if you had taken any grants, grant money along the way for EcoCart or if you thought about it. We personally did not take any grant money. I don't think that, uh, we, and to be honest with you, I don't think that we tried because I don't think that we, uh, we just, we're ignorant to the fact that those existed. Um, or that, you know, there were ones like specific grant programs that we could apply to that would fit, like fit our specific mold, whether, you know, considering that we were actually no longer students at the time, uh, just again, you know, not, uh, lack of knowledge of these, uh, of these existing. So, uh, I wish we would have, I wish, I mean, that's a fantastic idea. Like that's probably the scrappiest thing you could possibly do to get started. Um, is, 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 is fund the company off of grant money. That's. I, I have a ton of respect for anyone who goes that route. So, so absolutely. I, I would recommend that. I just personally did not, uh, have the, have the, uh, the, the, the intelligence to go out and search those. <laughs> no, Gabe. Um, but yeah, definitely, definitely a really cool opportunity. I, the one thing I do talk, whenever I talk to founders is, you know, being as scrappy as possible. And if you don't like, if you can be profitable without raising money, that's even better. Um, and although I do want to say for anyone who is not answered Google questions for gain or self in your company during the discussion, don't hesitate to hit the little, uh, hand raise button down at the bottom and we'll bring you up on stage and you're welcome to, to join the discussion here. Um, but to continue, we've covered a lot. So covered grants, we covered kind of story and China more towards the future where does ecocart go for you what and the next 12 months uh two years five years what does that look like for you guys i don't know yeah 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 absolutely so we you know we're right now we're just in in growth mode you know we we, we just raised a seed round a few months back and now we're starting to you know get all of our you know, ducks in a row with, with processes, with, with, with our, with our product, with plat, with our platform, with our processes more than anything, um, to, to, to kind of hit, hit the afterburners a little bit to put and put some, um, some fuel to the fire with growth. So that's the, the sort of the phase that we're in today. Now on like a really not like macro level, we are seeing a lot of demand for this solution, both on the consumer as well as the merchant side. Um, and, and, and that's a fantastic thing. Um, and it's something that, you know, uh, when I kind of look, look at the next two to five years, it's 
really important that we, you know, kind of build a, a strong foundation uh, under us now to make sure that we are able, well, well, you know, well able to capitalize on this, on this opportunity that exists in the marketplace, um, for, you know, for the, for the years to come. And so that's one of my main focuses today is making sure that we're well positioned to, to do that. And so building again, like the right foundation, the right processes to, 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 to build a strong foundation. So that's, you know, what I see is kind of the, the future, at least in the short to medium term. And then, you know, in the long term, it's, we're really excited about, about offsetting and making more, you know, making consumer activity more eco-friendly as a whole. And so e-commerce, again, is kind of our bread and butter use case, but there's so many other opportunities or verticals or use cases outside of that, that we're, that we're entering partnerships, entering the partnership with today, have the opportunity or, or uh, potential to do so in the future. And so we, you know, when we think about the long, the long-term, uh, you know, vision of the companies, it really is to make consumer activity more eco-friendly in some way, shape or form and do so in a very easy, um, frictionless, potentially even free way. And so that's really what we are, what we see as kind of the long-term vision or, 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 uh, the sort of, you know, end goal for, for us all and work towards this on a day-to-day -day basis. And frictionless is such an important word. Like I, I think it's an underused word, um, and sorry, I believe people need to think about on that discussion when it comes to like even just onboarding flow when it comes to practice line um as a whole it's so so important and for i kind of jump a little bit into the so now that i asked you about the future the super dear term you're saying you're kind of heavy on growth and user acquisition what is that looking like for you for your goals for the next six months or once and how do you intend on doing that um one of my favorite things I'd love to suggest if you're not already on it is TikTok. I know one of the weird characters me loves TikTok, uh, but I'm not sure if it's in your plate or not, but, but what do you have cooking up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, it, you know, I, we're always, you know, trying out different, you know, channels, right? So TikTok's one of them. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of things that we're, that we're excited about. We actually just hired a head of marketing, um, which will oversee a lot of this, um, you know, a lot of the, a lot of these, um, uh, like growth channels for us. And so really just like managing the growth, the growth, um, uh, across different channels and it, you know, even include product and, and, and things like this. So we're, we're excited about that. Um, um, that individual joining us and, uh, you know, that's, you're going to bring a lot of, a lot of, a lot of, um, positive to the company over the next few months. And, and, you know, while we're having these larger conversations with with, with larger merchants, with, you know, big, uh, you know, retailers and, um, big part, like potential partners, um, uh, whether it's like a platform or, or it's a, um, or, or if it's a, like another, like, you know, consumer app, for example. So there's a lot of different, uh, uh, things that are sort of on the horizon when it comes down to, you know, immediate term growth that we're really excited about testing and all the while continue to grow our, grow out our consumer uh, uh, user base, which, which is always something that we have at all and, and, and consumers, you know, really tend to find us quite organically, uh, as well as, as well as, um, through some small, like paid marketing channels, but really is 
organic and it kind of just is a testament to the fact that consumers uh, and businesses both alike are actually really hungry for this kind of solution. Uh, and, 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 you know, we're, we're excited about sort of the being in, in the, in the position that we are to be able to offer that at, you know, when consumers and businesses are actually searching for it. I got you. I got you. No, that makes a lot of sense. Um, and the reason why I, I worry about TikTok specifically, especially for, for what you're doing is I've seen a handful of really, really successful product launches strictly on TikTok. Uh, for example, to make, there, I have two examples of mine, actually three that come to mind. Uh, one of which is a friend of mine who his like third video he posted, he made a, a product that you upload your resume and it gets you AI feedback on whether it would get through Fang level talent or Fang level uh, recruiting software. So they use AI to see if your resume would fit and then it goes on to the next level and the next level. Uh, he made a program that checks it for you so you can fix it before applying. Um, that got like 2 million views off of just that one video that he made. Uh, and then another thing you let follow somebody who, I can't remember what it was called. He made a Chrome extension that like whenever you're on Amazon, uh, it will compare prices for other products, right? And tell you it's 30% off on Best Buy. Kind of something similar to Honey. Uh, but he just will find like, oh, you know what? You want the new AirPods Pros? Well, this is allowed to save $20. Boom. And cool, if some of those videos will just hit and go viral. That's awesome. Yeah, I, that's, that's, a, that's a really good point in that there's so much, you know, uh, opportunity out there to, to fulfill a, a need, right? And that's a perfect example of that. Yeah, absolutely. I definitely, definitely love TikTok. It's been a great, great avenue for us uh, for just getting organic reach. And hitting a lot of incredible people, maybe there's even some people in the audience who came from TikTok, believe it or not. Um, actually, one of the people on our team was in one of our lives. Uh, so I'm, I'm very bullish on on the space as a whole. And then kind of to, to jump more into sustainability as a whole, are there other projects? Um, I know you kind of touched on a couple companies, but I'm trying to find a way to articulate this. What sort of don't exist yet that need to? which sounds kind of ridiculous, then you might not have a straightforward answer for that. But I look at sustainability. I think there's a lot of things happening in, you know, automation, uh, energy, you name it. Or there's a really specific industry as a whole, more so than just a specific company that excites you and, you know, just gets you excited as a whole. Yeah, it's a really good question. Um, like, there's a lot of, uh, is I mean, a ton of opportunity out there, um, in terms of like industry, obviously, like I love, I love, I love our industry, which is, you know, uh, the sustainability space, which is, you know, obviously something that is a lot, a lot of folks are becoming really interested in now, which is, uh, which is amazing. It's a great time to be in this space. So, I mean, I'd say, I'd say that, uh, just considering the fact that I'm there. Um, but you know, other than that, there's, I mean. You know, obviously, like, you know, um, there's, and there's a lot of, I mean, you know, just kind of being in, like, I don't know, the first that pops to mind is like the crypto NFT space. It's really interesting. There's a lot of work that's being done there. That's, I think, you know, going to be pretty game changing and, and, and fundamental to like how we, um, how we, how we like just 
transact and then also what what like how, uh, really like thinking about what is what is valuable like what 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 is true value in the future like and and how that's going to like totally be shifted on its head like our, our preconceived notions of what like a, an asset is 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 crazy to think about so i am you know bullish on on those industries on those verticals um in those spaces um and then just i don't know there's 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 just so much there's so much out there to kind of you know make life for uh for people better in some way shape or form and you know whether it's easier or whether it's like you know less expensive or, or whatever then maybe there's just there's just um there's so many things out there that 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 are exciting when it comes down to you know making life better in, in some way shape or form and that's kind of like how we how we got started and why I'm, you know, particularly excited about what we're doing on a day-to-day basis and, and, and kind of how I've thought about all of the, the companies that I've started or all of the like endeavors that I've, that I've, um, journeyed into is all kind of like, how can I leverage my own impact as a, as a, as a human being, as an individual to make an impact in the world and make people's lives better in some way, shape or form both now and, and, and far into the future. Those rock cancer. Um, there's a lot of really, really cool spaces within sustainability tech that get me excited. Um, and kind of like when we were talking a little bit further about your partners, and there's look at quality partner list of your charging. Um, where we go? Two times, which over a thousand plus brands. Um, I'm seeing Twitch, I'm seeing Nang, I'm seeing Trap Kelly. Um, there's a ton, there's so many here on this list. Um, I kind of want to ask what that process was like. I think there's a lot of value on uh, getting strategic partnerships on board on uh, because not only does it help your customer, you know, because they obviously want to, uh, and help it's a win-win for everybody help you because you're kind of bringing both of those together. You're bringing together the customer that wants to shop through you and then also the incredible brands together. What was that process like of really securing strong partnerships and kind of automating that flow? Because I think it's something really, really important and a really, really powerful thing to do, especially within Sustain. Oh, looks like, oh, sorry, Dane. I was on a little tag. I didn't see you. <laughs> I didn't see you jumped off. <laughs> Man, I don't know when I crashed that. That's, uh, that's, that's my fault. I somehow left the stage. Uh, my bad. <laughs> Thanks for, uh, thanks for finding me there. Um, sorry. So, so uh, yeah, I was a little bit distracted. Can, can you repeat that question one more time? Yeah. So I was looking at your study. It looks like you have over a thousand plus partners, which is incredible. And I kind of going to pick your brain on what that process is like, because you said you'd only started a company, uh, two years ago and now have over a thousand plus partners. That's incredibly impressive. So I'm kind of curious on what your, your trick to that was. You know? Yeah. I mean, you got a hundred, we're, we're working on a thousand, but album's really, really impressive. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, no, I yeah, appreciate that. So yeah, our partners, um, you know, we, we, we kind of have a few different like routes or, or, or like acquisition channels. Um, one of which a big one for us, probably the biggest really just organic. So a lot of, a lot of brands come to us and, you know, because they see that, you know, our solution out, out in the wild and they're, you know, they're, you know, thinking this is a novel solution. This is something that we 
uh, wants to incorporate to our customer experience and to our brand into the, the core fabric of our, of our, of our story and company and brand. And so that's, that's a lot of what we see is, is, in, is it organic traffic and we've done a lot to kind of invest in, um, you know, fundamentals like SEO and like, you know, uh, pack links and, and tons of things like this, that, that, that really gets to a good spot when it comes down to organic, uh, organic traffic. So that's a big one for us. Um, others are, 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 are speaking opportunities just like this one. So, um, definitely, you know, very thankful to, to be, to be here. Uh, other than that, we have, you know, some folks that are on our, on our sales team that kind of go out and, and, uh, trying to secure his partnerships in some way, shape or form and, um, just trying to get the word out. Right. And so, you know, telling folks kind of explaining the value of our solution and our suite of solutions to, to, to merchants and, and potential partners. That's, that's a big, that's a big one for us as well. Um, and then also just, you know, marketing, right. It's, there's, there's, um, LinkedIn and Facebook and Instagram and other, other platforms that we've tested and tried and, uh, have saw some success with in some, in some, some cases, uh, to, to get some, um, scalable, more, uh, part, um, acquisition through marketing channels that that's, that's, a, that's another one for us. So all of those together, um, have kind of resulted in us being able to secure, uh, right around 1500 merchants in just about a year ish or so. And so that's kind of, uh, what we've been able to do and, and you know, all that really is fueled again, because I, I think, you know, more than anything, there's just a demand for the solution. There's people, both consumers and merchants, as well as partners, consumers and companies, I guess, broadly are incredibly interested in this solution. And, you know, we have data and stats to back it up, right? Like 28% of all consumers at checkout actually check this box to add an additional, a few cents to their order to make their order carbon neutral. Whenever they're shopping at one of our brand partners, where at, at the checkout flow, you can add a few extra cents to make your order carbon neutral. It's 28%. It's a pretty massive number when you're considering, you know, just how many people um, could for Anna purchase generally when they're, when they're, when they're shopping online. So, so that's a, a, a great pure statistic that shows that consumers are really interested in, in mitigating their own environmental impact um, in, in however they can, even if it means paying more. So that's, that's exciting to us and, and probably a big contributor as to why somebody, somebody we've been able to secure so many brands on board. That is a wild statistic, 20%. That is honestly much higher than I would have expected, to be honest, because I feel that people like, I'm very optimistic on the world, but I also feel that people can be very stingy with money. Um, but just like that round up 20%. And I think that number is only going to go up over time, uh, especially with EcoCart and other just people becoming much more sustainably focused, especially when it comes to shopping. I'm seeing even more brands becoming um entirely carbon neutral themselves so just seeing that gives me you know 20 cents just giving for one of your shopping gets me a little excited um and seeing how things are going i also do want to remind anyone in the audience if you do want to come up and hang out with me and dane for the last 15 minutes or so you can hit the little raise hand button a few questions for him this sort of eating card bringing money being stability if you have a comment to add don't hesitate to hit the raise hand button when we can be up on stage uh, we'd love to have you up here. I see some familiar faces popping now, which is great. So we've covered a lot. Um, let's see if we got a question from Anshul Vidkuro. 
And Jean Valdivian, please correct me if I said your name wrong. Ah, no, that's all right. Um, that's Anshul. Um, but no, thank you. I just joined uh, a little bit late to the call. So the question that I have is possibly covered. Um, but yeah, just an introduction to myself. I um, am a professional from the consulting background, have worked with startups as well um, more recently in the tech space. Um, I'm looking towards a shift right now, working and networking on it um, to the climate space. So sustainability, climate change, definitely something that I'm looking to go into. Uh, my question is a little bit more detailed in terms of, um, you know, the, how you how you're calculating or how you work with organizations to help them calculate their carbon footprint. Um, you know, you're you're estimating um, the carbon offset that each transaction uh, would look like. Um, so, how do these organizations you usually have that calculated themselves? Or are you part of that process to try to help them determine their carbon, carbon footprint um, to pass it on to the consumer? Yeah, absolutely. Great question. And thanks so much for asking it. I'm glad to, um, glad to have you all up here on all the stages. This, this is great. Um, yeah, so to answer your question directly, we, yeah, there's a, a broad range of partnerships that we have. Um, some, some, some brands come to us already having calculated their own carbon footprint and we leverage that information. Others haven't done any information or haven't done any late work there in terms of calculating their carbon footprint. With that, we're able to help them. And we, so we have a process where we're uh, doing a, a carbon emissions audit for, for our brands to actually calculate the car, their, their, car, their specific carbon footprint in a pretty in-depth way. And that's what we, um, uh, what some of our brands choose to, 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 to partnership or to partner with us by doing. And so, and then there's also another subset of brands that come to us and um, just want to leverage our database or our um, our, um, our our prior uh, um, uh, like work in terms of like our research to to use general estimates of their carbon footprint based off of the specific product that they're using or that they're selling, for example, or you know just um, uh, the, the the general like shipping estimates that we have on board today. So we've already what we've done really is kind of like put in all the legwork to actually de devise this, this algorithm and with a ton of different like inputs um, to be able to calculate this carbon footprint from both shipping and manufacturing. The manufacturing side is something that is obviously much more nuanced and something where when it comes down to a partnership with a, a brand that wants to do an emissions audit, that's where that really, that, that value is really shown. And that's where that kind of comes into play there. So we are, we are absolutely partnering with our brands um, uh, in a pretty in-depth way in some cases to calculate their, their carbon footprint. And then and if not, then we're using their own data or using our, our, our general kind of like estimates of what the carbon footprint is for manufacturing um, a t-shirt, for example, or a shirt or, or, or shoots or whatever that product type is. Right. That makes sense. Um, no, thank you so much. And thank you for, you know, the work that you're doing with EcoCart. I mean, I think that this is definitely a brilliant way of, of getting a lot more people involved in, you know, their everyday actions to getting involved on the climate um, kind of space um, and working towards uh, the transition. I know, uh, like, part, you know, of course, the entire idea that the individual should have to calculate their carbon footprint and be mindful of, you know, the kind of purchases they're making, et cetera, is in itself... Um, 
is in itself, I guess, a bit of it's. It, I mean, it's something that was devised by like BP um, to take more focus off of the emissions that the fossil fuel industry was putting out. But you know, now that we're definitely looking towards a transition towards clean energy, um, just like having more people involved in making these donations to go towards um, that transition, I think is is definitely very important because we do have there. I mean, I, I was looking on your website that ninety two percent of people of customers are willing to um, willing to pay a little bit um, extra to uh, put you know give towards towards sustainability towards climate change. So I think that's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. So absolutely, we're starting to see a lot more, um, uh, you know, demand for the solution, right? And like consumers that are willing to go above and beyond and go out of their own way, even again, pay more to 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 mitigate their own environmental impact. And so that's really, you know, uh, it's 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 invigorating, it's energizing, and it kind of like makes everything what we do so 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 fulfilling because you know the it's a needed solution consumers and brands both alike are are very much uh, interested so that's that's exactly right you have to nail on the head it's it's something that we are um tracking and something that we are you know really excited about certainly being uh, a part of that's amazing um yeah no thank you for answering that uh Dane. and um i'll if you don't mind i'll reach out to you on linkedin to connect more and get to learn more about you know your journey here That'd be awesome. Looking forward to it. I'm sorry, on on truck. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Even yeah. better. Even better. Yeah, sounds good. Thank you. Thank you. That's a really good question too, by the way. Um, especially because like, I didn't really think about it like that, where I couldn't even spitball a number of what my carbon emissions are, just as an individual. And I think what this is going to do is kind of like help people realize that. You know, like whenever I click the Chrome extension right now, I can kind of just see how much uh, you're able to offset from buying from different products. And just seeing these numbers just gives me a better estimate of like what I'm actually doing as a consumer, just simple thing, leaving lights on or buying stuff that I don't need or clothing or all this other stuff. Um, so this is really, really cool, but you don't really realize it as just a typical consumer unless it's like really presented to you well. Exactly. And consumer education is one of the biggest challenges as well as opportunities that we as a platform face, we're trying to develop product. Actually, the big top of mind um, element for us is, is like, how are we uh, educating the consumer in the right way? when we're going through and we're, we're building product. And so, yeah, I mean, you have to know the heads. It's a crucially important and something that we, we think a lot about. So yeah, again, back to kind of like, it's sort of like the frictionless element of it, right? It's like, how do we show the consumer in the right way without too much information and without, without, um, bogging the consumer down with, with information and make, or, or, or how do we strike, and also how do we strike the right like psychological tone or like approach uh, of how we're actually doing this. And so there's a lot of, a lot of like nuances to go into it, but, but yeah. The nail on the head. Mm-hmm. Then have you, so how do you go about doing Like, is there, um, for consumer education, is that we're going to be putting into your marketing material when we are talking about your marketing goal of the year? And I'm like, I almost see that as being like a golden opportunity if you haven't heard of Facebook ads or just paid ads. Oh, they talk a lot about SEO being a great channel for you guys. Um, I don't know what the number would be, but like me, it, like I could always see an ad in my head being like, did you know, that your typical 
chopping throughout the year, but accumulates to uh, 500,000 pounds of CO2. That could be ridiculous longer. I couldn't spot on. You probably know better than I do. But um, I wish it was like a great campaign, you know, because like it's something I would have not have, no, I would not have known until I see those lines. 100%. 100%. Really, yeah, really, really great, really great point. Uh, and yeah, I mean, we're, I think you're right. I think I've, uh, off the, off the straight idea that with that Mark PT, I don't know if, if we've done that one before, but that's a, it's a great idea. I think, uh, you know, uh, that like, you know, kind of showing the cure or edu- again, educating consumer all of their carbon footprints, plus showing like, you know, social proof into like understanding so that we can understand, uh, what, you know, what percentage of other, our other consumers are actually offsetting their carbon footprint is, is, a, is a really interesting way of kind of approaching this as well. So yeah, I, I appreciate the idea. It's, it's helpful. I'll make a note of that for sure. Absolutely. And if you need any feedback from anyone else, don't hesitate to share in a post. Like I'm sure people in the community have probably have better working ideas than I do. Uh, and some really cool marketers just on the community, in the community as a whole. Um, but yeah, trying to think of any other questions we've covered. Good bit. Uh, thanks for popping up, Ocho. And Matthew, Jack, anyone else in the audience have anything? I think we're good for right now. Right. Miriam's got something. Miriam, welcome. Thanks for helping put this together. Thank you for hosting it, Ryan and Dane, for taking the time. It's great to see you again. Uh, inspiring conversation tonight, uh, per usual, from you. Um, yeah, just kind of wanting to at first just express gratitude like Angel has for you using your gifts and talents to put towards like the climate crisis and and educating consumers and making it just a priority for for yourself because I'm sure you could build so many things there's all these different things that you can do with technology so it's kind of a, a a contribution to us all um the work that you're up to I would love to hear a little bit more about partnerships because it just seems like every now and again I'm seeing EcoCart just pop up when I'm online, especially I'm starting to use Chrome more. So, how are you going about forming those partnerships, and like, what is your thought process with what partners you have on your like wish list or people reaching out to you to get EcoCart added? Um, one of those, you know, even how do you phrase those conversations when you pop into someone's DMs or how are you get, getting in touch with the people? I'd love to hear more about how you go about partnerships. Absolutely. And, and no, first and foremost, I, I want to say thank you for that, that kind of compliment. That was probably one of the best compliments I've, I've received. So I really appreciate that. That, uh, that means a lot, Mary. So thank you. And thank you for, for uh, you know, and enabling this to happen by making the, the introduction here. This is fantastic. So um, yeah, I want to definitely express gratitude right back to you. Um, in terms of, yeah, it's your question directly in terms of like the partnerships that we can go after. It, it's, it's definitely, um, multi-faceted, multi, um, multi, um, uh, just different kind of ways of, of going about that, considering that there are two different, uh, uh forms of kind of actually end up happening. And so, you know, for us, uh, you know, on the, on the, on the consumer side, we're going after brands that, that already have, you know, kind of like, whether it's some sort of an affiliate partnership or an affiliate program that already exists, you're tapping into that. That's how we're able to have, you know, so many different types of, of partnerships across the board. And that is, you know, a, a big blessing for us because we are able to show value to them 
uh, to these brands and up to the point where they actually are willing to pay us a commission every time that we help a, a, a consumer convert on a, on a sale. And so that's, that's the kind of the nature of the partnership there on that side. We do have brands that actually reach out to us or we, 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 we reach out to them and ask if they want to engage their community in a, in a deeper way. And that, you know, that type of approach is, has proven to be really uh, effective for us is, you know, showing the consumer or rather showing the brand that their consumers are more willing to, to continue on and make a purchase if they know that they're um, with them, if they know that their environmental impact is, is getting mitigated. It's that, that is a, a big one for us um, to, to kind of sh show the, show the brand versus just telling them that, that we help. And so that, that goes for our, 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 our B2B partnerships on the consumer side, as well as our, our partnerships on, on the, like the actual just B2B side itself, where we're, it's a more involved tech partnership where we're integrating our, our API into the tech stack. That one is more obviously involved and requires a longer term, deeper sales cycle and sales process. And, and there, you know, for that, we have to, you know, we do a lot in terms of like providing content to them to show the brand that we help with, you know, both conversion rates and, you know, showing that, you know, the, you, the brand can be, can be really boosted and bolstered by, by offering this option to customers that check out or, or even you're taking a step further to pay for the offsets on behalf of the customers, all of which together um, really result in some great like marketing uh, arsenal and collateral and, and being able to kind of show customers uh, that you are a carbon company or at least are taking strides in that direction is, is incredibly helpful for retaining customers over the long term and making sure that they're loyal customers. So that's one of the biggest you know things that we try to focus on is show showcasing to the to the, to the brands that. EcoCart does help in kind of proving to them through case studies, et cetera, that that, that is the case. Mm, cool strategy with targeting the ones that already have partnerships in place. And yeah, I can't imagine just, it's kind of like when, when I was doing a small business app, it was so hard to hit the streets and talk to people like one-on-one, -on -one. these small business owners were just so busy. And I can imagine just reaching out to, to these vendors and getting them onboarded must be a whole thing. So just we're out here supporting you, rooting for this whole eco cart. So thank you. Amazing. Amazing. Thank you, Miriam. It means a lot. It really does. Well, we're coming up here in the hour. Um, so to that point, if you don't already have eco cart family from extension, please make sure to, um, I'm definitely going to start using it. It's pretty slick. Um, like I'm super excited. Like I also just love, like, even if it's not directly related to sustainability, I just love testing out new tech products. Hence why I have like 50 different garbage engines. So I'm super excited for this and I can definitely get back and give any feedback, uh, that I can, if it helps with like product or bugs or anything at all, uh, that would help support you guys on the tech side of things. And, or if you want to ever chat about marketing, TikTok content, things along those lines, it's kind of my, my bread and butter that and just like community as a whole. So I'm happy to support anyone in the entrepreneur community anywhere I can. Um, yeah. Thank you, Ryan. We really appreciate that as well. I'll, I'll be taking you up on that for sure. Yeah, and seriously, I, I also have to anyone who is, is still listening, like I have my, I literally have my calendar link in my bio uh, for anyone in the entrepreneur community who wants to schedule a call. 
uh, it's definitely not sustainable for the long term, but we're definitely going to keep it there as we're growing. So, uh, <laughs> it's fun. So if you ever do want to schedule a call, that's, that's the best way to, uh, to schedule a call with me is right on my calendar. You're shooting your message here. It's an air time. Uh, and Dean, do you have any last words, wise words of wisdom or any closing statements, uh, or any call to actions as well for anyone who's listening? Yeah. Yeah, no, appreciate that. Um, I, I mean, really just appreciate everyone's time more than anything. Um, and you take taking a, a moment to, to listen. Um, I'd say, you know, I, I guess just in terms of, you know, call to actions or asks, um, if there, if, if there is one would be, if there are any brands that, you know, um, that would be, you know, could potentially be interested in this solution, uh, it, whether it's e-commerce brands or, or physical retail or whatever that may be, anyone that sells really a physical product, um, would be, fin- I mean, I would absolutely love an introduction or, or, or even just a mention directly to them about EcoCard and our solution. Um, my email address, if it's helpful, um, is date is just my, my first name, Dane, D-A-N-E at ecocart.io. And, um, I'm sure we can, uh, maybe I can put that in my bio as well, um, for, for anyone to, um, to go ahead and reach out or, or make an introduction if that would be, if that would be, uh, if you think that that would be helpful or, or you can think of one of me off top of your head. So that would be super helpful. Other than that, just, uh, uh, good luck on everyone's journey. If I can, if I can ever be helpful, um, in anyone's entrepreneurial journey, in any way, shape or form, uh, I'm always here. So again, my email address is, is Dane, D-A-N-E at ecocart.io. Happy to just be helpful, be a sounding board. So find me up here on Entra, find me on my email address, um, or, or, or LinkedIn or Twitter or anywhere. Amazing. Thank you so much, Dan. We're going to be cautious of your time. Uh, as a founder, you probably like 50 million other things to attend to as well. Uh, so everyone give a little grand applause for me and Dane. Check out EcoCart. And if you haven't already introduced yourself to the community or you have a question, uh, make sure to share the feed and I'll be right there to, to help you guys along the way. So thank you guys so much for hanging out with myself and Dane for the past hour. Um, and yeah, I'm going to close out the room. Make sure to check out our upcoming events uh for this week and next week and if you ever look at an event and there's not speakers still and you're like oh i know someone who's good at crypto or i know someone who's good for this uh let me know or if we're actually going to be upgrading people's profiles so they can start hosting their own rooms uh so if you do want to start hosting your own rooms on Ultra, uh whether it's around sustainability or tech or real estate or your name it and you want to start building your own community here uh just shoot me a message i'll shoot you over a quick little form uh, and you just fill up for it. And then I can start upgrading some people here, uh, as we start rolling out, getting prepared for our public launch, um, V2. So, uh, thank you guys so much for hanging out with me. Really, really do appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Gen Z Talks. Make sure to connect with me and thousands of other entrepreneurs, investors, and creators over at joinentra.com. Or you can download our mobile app for both iOS and Android. Also, don't forget to follow us on social at JoinEntra 